0: Jeff Krupp. Hey, you would think the world would be
1: celebrating, wouldn't they? I mean, the stock market. Stock market futures are way down after the passage of the Kevin McCarthy, Joe Biden debt limit spending bill that passed the U.S. House of Representatives last night. Sadly, my uh, congresswoman, Lori Chavez de Remer whom I had tweeted to and asked her to vote no and ask for a better compromise. A compromise that would not entail what's in it, what's in it that has Democrats gloating. So let me ask you, what do you think? Is this just a big yawner to you? Do you not care? Do you not care that 71 Republicans, let me say that again, 71 Republicans, a bunch of them, friends of Kevin McCarthy, said no to this bill. Now, why would 71 Republicans, some well-known moderates, why would they do that? Because of what's in it, folks, and what isn't in it. That's why. will there and should there be a motion to vacate the chair as a condition of Kevin McCarthy being elected speaker of the house of representatives he agreed to and they all agreed to rules that say one single member of the house us house of representatives can call for a motion for a vote to get rid of Kevin McCarthy. Just one person. There's a story by J.D. Rucker, and it's on the Liberty Daily. Four Democrats claim that Kevin McCarthy cut a deal with Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat leader took Nancy Pelosi's place, to get the debt deal done. Yep. Well, duh. So what did he... Now, they're lying about it. Kevin McCarthy lies about it. Hakeem Jeffries, folks, this is not credible. and It's not how business gets done in politics. Should, I'm asking you this question. Should Kevin McCarthy receive a motion to vacate the chair? What do you think? 503-589-1220. I mean, how bad is this thing, right? How bad is it? Well, it's bad enough that 71 Republicans said no to it. So should Kevin McCarthy. I mean, that that should tell you everything. Moderates said no to this thing. Moderates, folks, not flaming Freedom Caucus conservatives. Moderates said no to it. You see, unfortunately, this bill sets America's economy back. It is going to lead to... I just hate to say this because I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen to families. I don't want it to happen to me. I don't want it to happen to my business, your business. You see, the next president, which I hope is Donald J. Trump, is going to come in to the presidency with very few, few rather options to weigh because of this deal. And now Kevin McCarthy's lying about it. It's just sad. Now this carries over into Oregon folks. Now, now the reason it, that the next president has very few options is because this deal goes past The presidential election that's what democrats wanted most that's what the white house feared the most because now donald trump or ron desantis cannot use it as an effective weapon and they could they could really use it as an effective weapon if they were smart about it now desantis is uh his particular consultants are are Bushies. They're establishment, globalists. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know. They're not MAGA, they're not America first. You may not be MAGA, which is make America great again. But I bet you're a lot more America first and that's playing out in Oregon, folks. Playing out in the polling and the stunning results in Portland. And what Ted Wheeler is now saying. Now, I'm sharing all of this to you because this is the pathway for conservatism to be powerfully embraced by people who have never embraced it before. To be powerfully embraced in a permanent political realignment in blue states, just like Oregon. Now, a friend of mine who is a uh, a flaming right-wing conservative, it's a former girlfriend of mine, it's a woman that I uh, did not marry, um, extraordinary, talented, uh, incredibly beautiful woman, a professional model, came from a Her father was an NFL football player and just she is an amazing person. But she is convinced that our republic is done. It's over with and it's time to go move somewhere else. I don't believe that. Not for a minute. Now, what Kevin McCarthy did is we now have almost a thirty two trillion dollar national debt in the next four years from the, the next two years, I'm sorry, the next two years, that debt is going to grow by $4 trillion. Now, here's the significance of that. You don't think it's affected you, right? The average person out there who is in your circle of influence doesn't have a clue, doesn't care about the national debt because it does, they don't see the impact of it, except they are feeling it and they don't even know it. And this is where you come in. You have to open their eyes. It's called inflation. Government is overspending by borrowing money. And you know what the ultimate outcome of that is going to be? So we're going to have continued high inflation and continued low growth rates. If not, According to the Oregon Economist, we're going to be in an outright recession. Outright recession. Recession. In the 23-25 Oregon budgetary cycle. We're going into recession. It's inevitable, folks. We're also going into a period of high inflation. Which means you're not going to be able to get pay increases at a level high enough to keep up with inflation. That means your property taxes are going to keep going up and your dollars are just not, your cost of living is going to keep going up and you're not going to be able to keep up with it. Which means you're going to have to start sacrificing. You're going to wonder why. Well, it's because of Democrat policies of high energy costs more than anything else. All over this fancy that you somehow exhaling carbon, that you eating meat with cows producing gas that goes into the atmosphere, that you driving around in an internal combustion engine, you're destroying the atmosphere, the earth. And we have to punish you for doing that while we let China and India continue to create more and more of the very thing that the greenies here in Oregon and in America have put into Kevin McCarthy's budget. That's exactly what happened. You see, what Kevin McCarthy has done has put in place in the baseline budget now of the federal government permanent what was temporary previously in terms of a 40% increase in the size and the spending of the government budget. To do what? Deal with COVID. That now, that emergency is long over, isn't it? But the spending is now permanent. That increased temporary spending to deal with COVID is now permanent in the federal budget, which means permanent massive multi-trillion dollar deficits every year. You know what the the outcome of that for your friends and for you and I is simply this. High inflation, low wages, especially with the millions of illegals that Biden has opened the border to. They're gonna take the jobs away from you and you're not going to get pay increases. It just ain't gonna happen. Why? Because businesses are not gonna be able to afford it. Oh, if you're an SEIU member, a government worker, with Democrats running the legislature and the governor in your pocket, yeah, you're gonna be able to afford it because you'll get those massive pay increases. So those of you who work, even if you're not in the union, you're gonna get pay increases. You're okay. Unfortunately, it takes many workers in the private sector to pay your salary in Oregon. Why? Because it's all dependent upon income taxes. And if less people begin working, and that's what the state economist just warned us about. And it's why Oregonians are pessimistic about the future. You you don't believe me? Well, just look at the DHM poll that the Oregon Business and Industry Association, which gives tons of money to Democrats, it's protection money, you know, because it's a it's a protection racket. Oregonians are deeply pessimistic about the state's direction. Recent survey done by DHM. And you know what they say? The biggest problem is homelessness. Folks, that's going to change a lot. 52% in this poll said economic conditions are worsening. It's up from 45% in 2022. Only 9% said conditions are improving. Now folks, when you get to those kinds of numbers in polling, now all of this is leading to the Democrats introducing a $4 billion public safety package. Now, Republicans did this early on, Democrats panned it. Why are they doing it now? Because they want to use it against Republicans who have walked out in the Senate in future elections. That's the only reason why, folks, because they don't believe in any of this. Now, there's more, and I'll get to it. But, folks, what should happen to Kevin McCarthy for what he's done? Because the future of the country, and I'll explain more of it, is deeply tied to what happened last night. 71 Republicans voted no, many of them moderates. What does that tell you? back
0: in
2: a Call
0: Jeff now at five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We are back. Great to be with you. It is uh, 623-503-589-1220. It's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Why is this bill the Kevin McCarthy, Joe Biden bill so bad for you. Because it has now put in place two main things that are going to hurt you in the future. Going to hurt me. Stagflation from high government spending and an underperforming, way underperforming economy now what you need to understand is that the government to finance its deficit has to borrow money and they do that by selling treasury notes some short term some long term And investors buy them. Who are those investors? Well, there are some major countries. China, the largest. Japan, second largest. Other countries have bought America's debt because they're pretty assured that they're going to get that money back with a decent amount of interest. Well, other people buy it too. For instance, even though you can get a little bit of a higher interest rate at the bank on a short-term certificate of deposit, CD, did you know that the federal government to finance short-term borrowing, a 30-day note last week paid 7% interest? What? You heard me. A 30-day note, 7% interest. You're not getting that on your six-month CD, are you? Not even close. Now, why is that? Well, because you're not financing the federal government's out-of-control spending. So what happens when you have to give or you are enticed to give your money invest your money in a government t bill instead of say a startup business you get where i'm going with this don't you what happens it means there's less money in the private sector to finance business activities that creates jobs That creates a modern middle class. A middle class that is a consuming nation. 70% of America's economy is because of the middle class. What is that? It's the consumer's spending. What Kevin McCarthy just did is strike a deal, which he's lying about, sadly with the Democrats to pass this thing under a false threat that we were going to default on our obligations. And it was a false threat completely. He just consigned you and I to high inflation for the next coming years and to an underperforming economy. And he just signaled to the Fed, you can keep printing money now, when you put more money into the economy, it drives up government spending, which leads to more inflation. It devalues your dollar. You buy, your dollar can buy less and less. Inflation's going up. Joe Biden's energy and policies are a part of that. So is out of control government spending. And we just put in place, the Congress did, permanent emergency COVID funding. COVID emergency is over. We just put that in place permanently. Oh, and by the way, they didn't do anything to get rid of those 87,000 new IRS agents. And oh, by the way, it doesn't save money. It is not the estimated $2.1 trillion in savings. Not true, folks. Because you see, you can put it in the budget But it's the appropriations process that actually writes the check, just like it is here in Oregon, with ways and means. They don't have to follow the budget at all, and they often don't. Oh, and this open-ended trillions of dollars, it's a blank check. You need to understand that. There is no cap on how high the deficit can go. It's an estimated between 3.5 to $4 trillion, unless that's not even including any emergencies. Oh, like another Chinese communist attack on our health system by releasing another bioweapon, you know, just in time for the presidential election, you know, so that everybody has to vote by mail again. That would never happen, would it? Now there's more, there's another negative to this that you need to know about. And this is important for you to understand why I'm doing this, because it is up to you to persuade others to permanently realign their thinking about who they're voting for. Because yes, Doug, voting matters. It's 6.30, back in a moment.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of political coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the car.
1: We are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at a m. Jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from a state employee who shall never be named. They're coming to steal your kicker, folks. Yeah, they are. And the only thing stopping them is the Senate Republicans walked out of the building at the risk of their Being able to run for reelection, apparently in 2028. That's a ways away. We'll get to that in a moment. Got to remind you that if you are still not able to get at the heat of the day and the hot days are coming, you're not able to get your home cool, call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get out to your home or your business right away. One of the things they do really well. They do many things well. A lot of things. In fact, you can read all about the great benefits of doing business with Freedom Heating and Air. If you go to their website, freedomheatingandair.net. All one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Or if you're really in a jam, in a bind, give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580 580- one, four, five, six. Freedom, heating and air. Thanks for being one of our great show sponsors. By the way, somebody else who needs to be held accountable, the question I'm asking, should Kevin McCarthy be, should a motion be made to vacate the chair? Just takes one person. they have to have a vote. And Republicans only have a four vote majority over the Democrats what deals would McCarthy cut with the Democrats to get them to vote against removing him as Speaker? What kind of deals do you think he would cut? I mean, he's lying about deals here. I mean, you know it, he cut deals. I mean, that's how it happens. There's a story today, by the way, and Art, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. There's a story today um, in Oregon about how The uh, where is that here? Uh, where's that story? Where's that story? They are coming for your kicker, folks. They are in fact coming for. Where is that man? I hate it when I do this to myself. There it is. And this was sent to me by one of our listeners. It's a KATU story. Democrats are planning to come for your kicker. Democrat Senator Jeff Golden from Ashland is sponsoring a bill that would divert part of the year's kicker. And they're using the excuse, well, we want to take part of it to prevent catastrophic wildfires. Which affect, guess who? Mostly not Democrats, mostly Republicans. They're using it and they would use it as part of the way to campaign against Republicans in the future. Now prior in this OP or this Channel Two article, they talk about where Democrats have been talking and I'll guarantee you this was part of the conversation with Tina Kotek. She's all fuming because she was out. She was unable to convince Republicans in five meetings this week that they needed a return. But she's not compromising on anything. You just need to come and do your job. Well, apparently they were trying to negotiate with Republicans a subject dear to Tim Knope's heart. Tim Knope is the reason we have the kicker permanently ensconced in our Oregon constitution, which means you get this big tax refund, which for some families now is gonna be about $6,000. It's a lot of money. The negotiation, the part of the deal, the backroom deal, was to send out the kicker check and do it early as an actual check. You would receive in the mail like we used to do, rather than the way the Democrats do it now, where it's a tax credit where you don't really notice it. Because it's a tax credit and you don't get it until later when you file your taxes the following year. Behind-the-scenes negotiations, they were trying to entice Canope to yield, to cave, like McCarthy did, to Biden. Canope wouldn't. I give him credit for that. I also give him credit that apparently he is now starting to get the message. What message? The one that I've been yelling at over the microphone ever since they did their walkout. See, Tina said, well, she's done negotiating. The fact that Republicans not going to come in and means we're, we're the session's going to be over. Canope said this finally in response to Tina. Democrats want us to provide a quorum before June 25th, the end of the session. They must agree to follow the Senate rules, follow the law and work to put forward constitutional bipartisan bills, now listen to this, that don't violate a parent's sacred right to love and care for their child. In the meantime, we'll continue to work every day on behalf of the Oregonians. We took an oath to represent. Yes, they're in the Capitol every day, the Republicans. Yes, almost all of them. exception of Fred Gerard who's out on a permanent medical thing. Same thing with Democrat Senator Gorsuch. But here's the point, he's finally figuring out he needs to start putting forward as a central theme parental rights are being violated by the Democrats. It's a no-brainer. But they still can't make that the single thing they talk about. They have got to. Got an email from a state employee. I told you I'd read this. They're coming to steal our kicker. He said, I heard on a talk show recently warn his audience, a talk host recently, warned his audience a little while back that the Marxists were coming for our kicker. Sound familiar? And then he says, title, cutting early kicker checks, part of the negotiations over ending Republican boycott. Yep. Let's go to the phones. We'll go to Art. Art, good morning. What's on your mind, brother? Well, hey, Jeff. Good morning. I'm,
2: you know, I don't know who to believe, Jeff. I mean, you're talking about things. I, I listen to a lot of talk shows, as you know, on the radio, and uh, there are so many different stories out there, Republicans saying oh, this is the best deal that McCarthy could get because of, uh, you know, we only got one, one part of government. And so, you know, and they're saying, hey, he did a great job. And then the others, you know, are saying, well, you should have stood your ground and made him vote on the other uh bill that they passed uh, first. And so, and then this morning you said, well, they're uh, going to make the uh, COVID thing permanent. Well, I heard, and this is just what I heard, and I don't know what the truth is because we haven't seen what's going to occur here, that the COVID money uh, was supposed to be used because it had already been uh you know, uh, part of the budget for other things. And of course, you know, this new bill, there's no new taxes and everything. And so I just you know, who do you believe, Jeff? It's just like government, you know, everybody spins it, but the devil is definitely in the details. So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see how they proceed now with all this stuff and what actually happens because who's telling the truth who's lying I mean I don't know for sure Jeff do you I mean I mean, yeah you, I do you,
1: know huh? I, I do know because I can look at the analysis of the bill by the moderates aren't not the conservatives the moderates are the ones saying there's no cap on spending the moderates, he, Art. You only have to look, brother, at seventy-one Republicans. There aren't that many conservatives. Well, and, and Jeff, and Jeff.
2: You know, I heard I heard Republicans saying, "Hey, this is the best Kevin could do," and then I heard others say, "No, he should have made him vote on the other uh, on the other bill first and everything." And you know as well as I do, Jeff, that the news media and everybody spins things to make their you know their story sound better and stuff and i'm i'm just you know i'm really torn i i I'm, i know you're not alone my friend that we got inflation and all that and so uh, we just need to replace and become a majority cuz then we don't have to worry about it anymore but until then we got divided government, and we have to deal with it the best we can.
1: Thank you.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. I want to thank
1: you. Power Honda for being one of our great sponsors. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. All one word, mypowerhonda.com. You can look at all of their great vehicles, new and pre owned, certified that they have an in inventory over 1,100 vehicles. Mypowerhonda.com. 503-589-1220 is the power of buke gmc talk line 503-589-1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news like the one i got from julie says our brains are not pea soup the deal is a sorry thing a number eight. there's no stopgap on spending they say so but is so convoluted the big spenders can file way around any of the restrictions stipulated in the deal. I'm gonna stop there for a second. Yes. Folks, this is what you've got to understand. The administrative state, in other words, the big bureaucracies have long ago figured out how they can work around restrictions. They're called workarounds. Happens in Oregon in a state budget. It happens in Washington, D.C. in the federal budget. This is the appropriations process. The appropriators can even appropriate money. They may or may not follow what was just passed in this budget. Because it ain't a budget. It's a debt limit spending bill. Joe Biden's his entire Green New Deal is intact, folks. All of the increased spending is intact from COVID. They're just going to spend maybe a tiny little bit less than what they did five months ago, as you heard Kevin McCarthy say. The administrative state can go around any of these restrictions, and they do all the time, folks. This is why it's not worth the paper it's written on. She continues. Item number B, there is no requirement to stop the government payment of student loans. This is a personal affront to those of us who paid our loans. If you're stupid enough to borrow thousands for a woman's study degree at all. Yes, those of you who paid your student loans, you ought to be really ticked off at this. Why? Because government's going to keep doing it until the U.S. Supreme Court says you can't. Item number C, there's no stopping of the green rotten deal. We're facing brownouts because of the inability to create electricity. I love my internal combustion engine car. Remember, hydroelectric is not considered renewable. Yes. And item number D. Anyone stupid enough to believe that the walking cadaver, that's Joe Biden, will stick to the deal, deserves to be let out. These are just a smattering of reasons Ken Buck of Colorado should call for vacancy. I agree with him. Vacating the chair getting rid of McCarthy because when you have moderates like Michael Waltz, decorated Green Beret from Florida vote against this thing and say why when you had Nancy Mace an early Trumper, a not so Trumper now who is a moderate center right When you have her say what she's been saying over the last few days about this bill, moderates, folks, you know it ain't good. But even more importantly, just listen to the left. Listen to them now start to gloat about all the things Julie just wrote about. There's no restrictions on Green New Deal. Now, how's that going to impact you? I'm going to tell you how it's going to impact you. (sighs) you're going to be faced with ever higher fuel prices because they want to kill the internal combustion engine joe biden and his bunch you're also going to be faced with impacts down the road with your social security your medicare now why am i why would i say that yeah, Social Security is going to become insolvent and even more quickly. Every year, in fact, they estimate when it's going. Now, when it becomes insolvent, they're just going to print more money to pay us. But what they're going to be forced to do. Now, I'm not on Social Security yet. I'm not. I mean, I am eligible, but I'm not going to take it until I absolutely have to. But let me tell you, Medicare, I have to sign up for next year when I turn 65. Not excited about that. Because government is now going to have to make choices. About what? Well, as the def- the national debt, because of this debt deal, gets higher and higher. It's 32 trillion now, at the end of this thing in two years, it'll be a minimum of 36 trillion. When you get $50 trillion in debt, and folks, that's what Joe Biden's 10-year budgets call for. Did you know that? 50 trillion, when you get to that point, over 40% of the federal government's budget will go to pay interest on that 50 trillion. Did you know that? So if 40% of the budget is going for that, what's left for the military? What's left for veterans' benefits? What's left for Social Security increases that keep up with Biden's inflation? Tina Kotec's inflation, because she helped make that happen in Oregon as Speaker of the House. You're not it's not going to be there, folks. And little by little, it's death by a thousand cuts. This is going to hurt your ability to live comfortably in America in the coming years. Got another email from Greg. He says, I investigated the city of Portland. This is not an exaggeration. I see it every time I venture out. Literally thousands of people in the condition you see here and The chance of unprovoked random violence. He's talking about the homeless problem. The manager of a local business told me that last weekend, as soon as soon cat burglars broke into her home while she was sleeping, took her purse and both of her vehicles. And before that, meth heads tried to abduct her teenagers. Now she's frightened to leave her home. As soon as they can, leave, as soon as they can sell their home, they're leaving. I've never felt the need to carry a firearm, and the only time I felt fearful of sleeping. Was in Alaska when a coworker was murdered for blowing the whistle on the IBEW mafia drug ring. And I and another friend were threatened by the same fate. Now, after numerous nearby home invasions and shootings, I sleep with a firearm and I have a lock on my bedroom door. And then there's this YouTube video that he links to. I investigated the city of Portland where every drug is legal. There you go, folks. Now, even Ted Wheeler is lamenting what's going on. That survey by DHM about people feeling unsafe, not pessimist, or very pessimistic about Oregon, it's the the results are massive, especially amongst Democrats. And I'll tell you, this is the reason that the messaging from Republicans is so important. It has to hit on these themes. Because they're Matt, you just look at 83% rejecting this tax increase in Portland. That'll tell you everything. But you have to make a difference, and you can. Persuading one person at a time in the world with persuasive conversations. I'm back tomorrow with Freedom Friday. I hope you are too. Today's the War Room Day.
2: See ya.